the show where over 20 years of picky eating is put to the test. I'm Jackie, I'm a picky eater, and I am joined by my leader in this culinary expedition and co-host, Mario Marquez. Hello, hello, Jackie. <laughs> this is always so weird because, um, like, we talk all day and we have class together, and then we do these things. And we keep talking. And it's, but it's suddenly, like, reframed. It's like, yeah. everyone's gonna hear what we're saying now. Yeah, exactly. So, like, don't say that stuff. You can't say poo-poo. Can't say that. Poo-poo and uh, shit. So, um, today's episode, as you can see from the title, is on ramen. But before we dive in, and I know you're, I see your leg moving. You're chomping at the bit. Oh, I have a lot to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) We're not eating the the ramen live, so you won't hear any slurping other than me sucking on this anti-hero IPA from Revolution Brewing. We love the can. We were talking about that before. You an IPA type of guy? Like IPAs? I like an IPA. Honestly, I'm going to say I don't. I'm a little IPA'd out. I agree. That's how I felt for a while. I liked them for a while, and then I tried one one day, and I was like, I kind of want an ale. I kind of don't want to taste that bitterness in the back of my throat. Yeah, I think it's, it's just sort of... I'm trying to find a correlation. I don't know. I feel like it's the most base-level craft brewing kind of thing. Like it I, is. I will take... If you're a craft brewery and you can show me a Hefeweizen or something like that. That's impressive. Yeah. There's more to say about your brewing company. Yeah, but hey, we're not in the brew business. We're just a lover of of brews. (laughs) Mario's not drinking because he has a real problem, so (laughs) he's not drinking right now. Um, A lot has happened since our last episode, as I think I've voiced on the last episode. We're, We're recording these ahead of time, so... A lot has happened since then. We had spring break, and Mario had a birthday. I did have a birthday in which I ate soup dumplings, which is something we should definitely do on the podcast at some point. I haven't had soup dumplings. I wasn't. <clears throat> I was uh, asleep at the time of the soup dumplings being ate, uh, so I just uh, didn't make it to there in time. But I met up with you after. How does it feel to be uh, Taylor Swifting it right now? 22. Yeah. Is she 22? She's just and that always song, 22. That song. Yeah, but yes, okay. she might just be 22. Okay. How's it feel? It, it feels the same, Jackie. So far, feels the same. I have nothing else to say about that. Okay. It, it was a, yeah, it, it was a good day. It was a good, good, cool birthday I got to spend with my friends. I didn't, didn't have any realizations or epiphanies oh. as a 22-year-old. We saw the, uh, we watched, uh... Improv. Improv, and you were really messed up, you said, so you were, uh, kind of, uh... Can we not talk about my problem? Okay, Uh, yeah, uh. you're right, you're right. All right. Hey, you don't have a problem, you're totally functioning. (laughs) I'm worried about him, so... Um... Uh, I don't know, those are the sirens are going crazy outside. (laughs) Yep, Uh, in case you couldn't tell, we don't have uh, a soundproof studio (laughs) here. We got really lucky the last episode, there was not a lot of that. No noises, not too much happened in the city. But uh, right now it sounds like a lot's happening, so we just got to deal with that. I went over our last episode, by the way, (laughs) a lot of chewing. 
lot of smack. A lot of chewing? <laughs> really? All right. So, Let's so, just edit it out. I, I, I cut around it, but we also missed out, because of my cuts, on a lot of your really great steak takes. So could you do me a favor and right now on the recording just, like, talk about what um, – what you did to make the steak on the last episode. Because I want that caught on recording. We'll keep it in this episode. I just sure. want that for the record. Sure. I cooked that steak. It was it was a ribeye steak. And I cooked it with some thyme and some rosemary and some butter, salt and pepper and garlic. All you do is season the steak with a generous amount of salt and pepper. Especially if it's a thick steak. Because, you know, you want to get enough seasoning if it's T-H-I-C-C. <laughs> I'll keep going now. Take that eye out. Then you got something I want. After anyway, yeah, you, you season the steak pretty pretty generously. Um, you put it on a very hot pan, um, sear it on both sides for about two minutes each side. Uh, once one of the sides is brown enough, you can flip it and put a bunch of butter on it, and then baste it with the butter and the rosemary and the thyme. That's all you need to cook a steak. You know, I don't like to do it too fancy or anything. Well, I got a big reveal for you. What? If you open up my fridge, you will see I cooked a steak this week. No way. I'm going to do it right now. It's a sirloin. Did you like it? Did it come out good? It's been in there a couple days now. I, I cooked two and I ate the first one. All right. Nice, Jackie. I Look am. at that. Yeah. Did you like the first one? I, I did. It was a sirloin. Yeah, sirloins are usually like a more tender cut. Yeah, I liked it. I think I was really nervous about it, so doing it correctly, that I uh, I definitely did it longer than I would have liked. Like, <clears throat> I would like something rarer. It. And yeah. it's not overcooked, but I would have liked it rarer. Yeah, kind of like the steak I made for yeah. us that day. I, I, I think I could have cooked it much less, but you'd rather still You'd rather overcook than undercook, I think. I think I'd rather undercook. Well, this this is our first disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, guys. Mark it in the podcast. <laughs> Um, First disagreement. Uh, <laughs> but I, so I had to unthaw them. And I didn't know this. Steaks bleed. Yeah. That's scary. Did you freak out <laughs> when the steaks started bleeding? <laughs> so I had them frozen for a while. And then I took them out and I put them in like bowls in the fridge to unthaw while I like went to class. And I came back and they were filled with blood. <laughs> Did you get grossed out by I was, it or something? Yeah, I was really scared. And there's a lot of flavor in that. Blood. It's not actually blood, but it's let's call it blood for now. It's it's kind of it's kind of just juice. Yeah, it's a combination of like fat, some blood. It's not all blood at all. It's like fat, blood, butter, butter, which I used to cook it with. Oh wait, no, this is your steak. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but you know, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily all blood, but part of it is blood. Yeah. Speaking of blood, when was the first time you knew what a period was? When I got my first period. All right. So, uh... Should, is that... Uh, that's not PC, is it? It's not. <laughs> Just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit that part out. Um, so the stakes were bloody. Um, we're back in. And Jackie was freaking out. I was freaking out. It was weird. But I enjoyed the steak, and I cooked it, and... Look at you making strides. I'm already incorporating it in my diet, so this podcast has already started to to change my life. Yeah, there you go. I think it's also changed our lives insofar as every time we interact, our conversations now end with, uh, like, okay, so, like, 
we'll record the podcast this day. Sure, I can't do this. Yeah, it's so like, like, oh, I, I'm too tired today. You're not my just my friend anymore. You're my podcast partner. We're business partners. We're, yeah. Right we got to take each other seriously. Yeah, and my girlfriend told me Uh-oh. that she would never go into business with me because her parents went into business together. And, and they and hate each other? <laughs> I don't want to say that on here. <laughs> but I, I, she says that they, they talk about business at the dinner table and it's no good. We, but we are literally doing our business at the, at dinner, the dinner table. table. Yeah. At the dinner t- did say table? Did you think I think I cut it off. I said dinner table and I let you finish <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we are. Can't keep joking around with me, Jackie. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Any other orders of business you want to bring up? Um, not really. I don't have anything. You don't owe me anything. Do I owe you anything? No, no, no. I'm I mean, good. probably... Maybe, maybe like a dollar <laughs> or two for a drink or something. Uh, March Madness is happening. I'll owe you money for that. Or no, no, no not I'm not going to win. I'm not yeah, going to win. Nor um, am I. Uh, we have a bracket. Our friend Sarah is probably going to win, but... Uh, Such bullshit. I hope she doesn't. I hope we record this and this dates the podcast that uh, yeah. a couple weeks from now we're talking about uh, how much money you or I have instead of Sarah. There you go. We'll be filthy rich so, by the next episode. Yeah, whole 90 bucks on the line. Uh, <laughs> so, today's episode is Raman. Ram Ram. Or as our teacher wrote it in class on the board <laughs> a couple uh, weeks ago, Ramon. Ramon. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, I know a great ramen place. Oh, okay, let me write it down. Ramon. Ramon. That was so weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's lived in New York how long? Oh, yeah. I, and she hasn't ever heard of ramen? Also, um, I think we should mention this just so our viewers like know if, or listeners to turn this off if they disagree. We're skipping class to do this right now, guys. Oh, my God. If any of our professors <laughs> listen to our podcast, we're fucked. We have no excuse. Honestly, no. This podcast might be much more healthy to our careers. Oh, I than agree. Whatever damn panel they're doing right now. I agree. We're literally we it, I you know, I'm I'm proud of us. Yeah. Like we're doing the work we care about. Exactly. We're skipping a panel where I don't know if we've gotten into what we study on this podcast, but I kind of like to leave it mysterious. Yeah, let's But uh, <laughs> in, in case you want to know how bullshit it is, there is a required panel we had to go to do with an athletic trainer to talk about our fitness goals over the next few years. And instead of going to that, Mario and I skipped so we could eat some ramen and come, come record a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, you know, fuck those people. We've also seen this man twice yeah. in two other panels. I agree. I agree. Um... <laughs> So let's talk ramen. Let's talk shop. What should we talk first? Ramen shop. Because um, uh, you have some history, or do you want to talk about your experience with ramen throughout your life? Let's, let's talk about that first. Okay. I mean, I, so there was this, I'll, I'll jump right in. Um, uh, there was this one spot uh, back uh, in my high school days. Stop. There was an error. Little Keep error. Keep going. Start over. There was this, uh, this one spot back in my high school days where me and my friends would go to after class. Um, and they, one of their dishes was ramen. Of course, it wasn't nearly as good as what we had today was, or at least that's my opinion on what we had today, but, um, it was, like, normal ramen. They clearly had, like, the, the, what is it, like, 
freeze-dried noodles, mm -hmm. like that type of noodle that you take out of like little packages yeah. and you take them out in, in like a brick shape. Yeah. It was like that type of noodles. Their broth was pretty good though, that you could add a couple of meats to it and stuff, but it was very simple ramen. It was as simple as it gets. Um, but we would go there a lot and eat it and I was like, man, ramen is pretty good. There's not much of a difference between this and instant ramen though, so why, why am I coming to this place to eat this when I can just do this at home for much less money? Um, then eventually I, I travel more and stuff through my parents, get to eat more ramen around the world, and by that I mean specifically really just New York City and Boston ones. <laughs> but, you know, like, uh, you've had it in Toronto. These oh, are, and Toronto, these which are... is, okay, would you, I'm so glad you brought that up, because I'm going to comment on that later. But yes, absolutely. Like, any time I go to a city that is... Not necessarily well-known to have good ramen, but uh, if it has some sort of ramen trend A food mecca, these, these yeah. big cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go to the ramen place and try it out. Because I personally love ramen. Just uh, instant ramen, I love it. And then, like, homemade, like, hand-pulled noodle ramen, I fucking love, you know? Um... But yeah, I eventually discovered that ramen is much can be much more than just like the, the instant ramen that you make <laughs> at your home and stuff. And what do you think of instant ramen? Because I think it would have been interesting to nibble on some of that and talk about it. But what do you, what do you, when you were young, were you like, this is really good, and now that you've had a higher level, are you like, I can't go back? I don't think I even put them in the same category as okay. a thing. Because sometimes I crave instant ramen. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, man, I wish I could just like heat up some water and pour some powder in it and just enjoy some instant ramen for a couple of minutes. But um, most of the time now I just usually go for like restaurant quality ramen, let's say. But I, I think it's good. It's good for what it is. It's cheap as hell. You know, you get a ramen packet for, I mean, like six ramen packets for like, what, like a dollar? Mm -hmm. Something like that. I, I think it's perfect for what it is. But, but... <laughs> the taste police. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> they, they don't agree with my instant ramen opinion, I guess. Um, I love this. Let's just let it go for a minute because then we can actually edit it out. Yeah. Sounds of the city. <laughs> Has anyone ever tried ASMRing just the city? Oh, yeah. Putting a microphone out of their balcony or something? Well, it's funny because I used to... Um, Love. Do that? No, no. I used to do ASMR, and I would just pretend to be a siren into a microphone. I, I loved the sounds of the city when I would visit as a kid, but now um, I can't sleep. You know, and now it's at a point that uh, I get mad, and I go to great lengths to... Yeah. I, when I would stay in hotels and visit New York City, I would leave the blinds open because I wanted to see the city. And now I close all the blinds, I close my door, I put a mask on. Like, just so it can get as yeah. dark as possible. Yeah, complete isolation. So maybe we'll keep some of that in, but... All right. So talk about the high-class ramen you've had. Do you want to go to Toronto? I mean, I yeah, know you I, love... that, that was probably my the first... No, not the first, actually. No, yeah, the first. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I did, like, triple takes on that. Um, this is really the first ramen restaurant that I went to that I was like, oh, wow, this is way different from any other ramen that I've ever had. Um, there, it's this, it's called Santa Te Ramen, it's in Toronto, and it's really good, if you're into ramen and you're going to Toronto one of these days, definitely try it out, because it's really good ramen, they have a black garlic, 
um, pork broth ramen that is just to die for. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was the first ramen experience I had where I, I, I was like, this is different from any other ramen I've ever tasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I've also tried um, Jinja, Jinja ramen in LA. Also pretty good ramen spot. Was that the um, place? That's a chain, though. Did that's I go like with chain. you? Did I go with you to that one when no, I visited? No, okay. we went to another one. Um, Jinja was better, though. That one place was like a little roadside. Yeah, yeah. Which was... I, um, Los Angeles, uh, I'm not a huge fan of living there. I lived there briefly for a month, and it, it was very anxiety-inducing. But I would move there if I got money to do it. And uh, I, I think a big part of L.A. I liked a lot was the food. Yeah, the f- it's it is yeah. it is very much like New York, a food yeah. kind of. Though in in a way, I feel like New York is much more. It, it's one of the biggest food mecca cities in the world, but yeah. at the same time, it's very like traditional food. Like the, they don't stray far from the path of traditionalism, you know. Yes, they they don't try to make like some crazy concoctions that LA sometimes comes up with. I agree. which I think there's things to admire in both cities. You I know? think New York, being the the land of takeout and slices of pizza, is the place that perpetuates the Americanization of yes. these dishes. Whereas L.A. probably, you could probably find more uh, accurate Chinese food yeah. in Los Angeles to what actually is in China, in China. than you would here. Yeah. But I'm sure places like that exist. But speaking of the Far East, the history of ramen, do you have any kind of, uh, do you have any I don't have the history of ramen, but I have some history on the restaurant we just visited. Oh, fantastic. So, fill us in on that. And so, the restaurant we just visited is called Ichiran Ramen. It's one of the more famous, like, ramen chains in the world. They have around 70 locations around the world. I forget what other, I think New York is the only U.S. city that they're in. Um, But, they're like, the, the... if, if you want to go for, like, the most traditional bowl of ramen, you go to Ichiran Ramen. Um, it's classic tonkatsu broth. How's the AC? Is it a lot of noise? I can hear it, but I don't really care. I, this fine. doesn't bother That's me. That's fine. All right. Ichiran Ramen. It's classic tonkatsu broth, which is pork, I guess, is what that means. It's definitely pork broth. I'm not too sure what tonkatsu equates to though i would assume it's pork yeah um but it's the as you saw it's the only flavor of ramen broth that they serve there um ichiran ramen is also known keep going yeah they're also known for like um which was a big part of the restaurant that you can definitely comment on the solo dining booths Mm -hmm. um uh, when you walk into the restaurant, it's not necessarily like a normal table restaurant. It's You walk in and all you see are booths, single-person booths, where you can sit on. They're all numbered. And uh, you're blocked off from whoever sits next to you. So you can't really bring any a, a big group of friends here or anything because you won't be able to talk to each other. You're, you're in a row, um, and, you're, and you're kind of blocked off by some partitions that are there. Uh, and th- these are created so that the person who's eating the ramen can focus on the ramen that they're eating. I read into um, why they did this, and apparently it was just because a-, a lot of people were telling the chefs of this restaurant that they were getting distracted by the hustle and bustle, just like people coming in and out, the chef huh. in the kitchen, like 
making sure he gets all the ramen orders on time and stuff, like running around the kitchen. A lot of noises, clinks and clangs, different kitchen stuff. <laughs> Picture it, you know? You're sitting. You're like, what is that? <laughs> but yeah, um, so, so I decided to create these flavor booths mm-hmm. and uh, so you can focus on your ramen. Which I, I, I think was pretty cool. I, I will give you my comments. I, I, I want to... I, I think it's interesting. So we ate at, at this place together, and you're already encouraged to not talk a lot, but I also didn't want to voice my opinion and give it away to Mario on the food. But just a quick... This is from Wikipedia, so it may be incorrect, but under the origin section, ramen, ramen is a Japanese adaption of Chinese wheat noodles. All right. Ramen was first introduced in Japan in the 1660s by... I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. It was also said that ramen was introduced by Chinese immigrants in the late 19th or early 20th century. According to the record of the Yokohama Ramen Museum, which you should probably go to, uh, a ramen originated in China and made its way over to Japan in 1859. Early version were wheat noodles and broth topped with Chinese-style roast pork. All right. All right. Okay. So that's kind of a fun fact. Yeah, that's um, interesting. But, uh... So... Uh, what was the name of this restaurant again? Ichiran Ramen. Ichiran. So yeah, they specialize in just traditional ramen. So first and foremost, I loved the style of eating. I think it is so seldom you get a unique dining experience anywhere. Like yeah. that's how you eat it is not as important as the food, which I understand that. Yes, yes. But yeah. we wanted to go here for your birthday, uh, or initially, and our friend said, "No, I want to." I want to sit and get to talk, and you and I were both wanted to try this. Yes. <laughs> and I, I loved it. I honestly got to a point that we were chatting, and once we got the food, I felt discouraged to talk to you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. we're in these little booths. There are these little wood, block, panels. wood paneling in front of us that can get lifted up, yeah. and uh, it, it, was, it, was really, it was a really unique experience. You don't even talk to whoever's serving you. Yeah. You, you mark it all on a paper. You press a button. Waiter comes to you, grabs your paper, leaves. It was a bit reminiscent of that scene in Spirited Away where the... You ever seen that movie? Yes, yes. Par- you know how the know, parents are getting fed by a ghost? Yeah. They get fatter and fatter. <laughs> yes. It felt like a ghost because all I could see was this person's midsection. Yeah. <laughs> which, hey, man. Our waiter is in pretty good shape. Oh, yeah. Check yeah. out that. A nice athletic shape. <laughs> Those biceps? Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not <laughs> dipping into the broth. That's for sure. Um, so I, I say we go in order of our meal. We had drinks first. Yes. Uh, you had Asahi, a dry Asahi. Dry Asahi, one of my favorite beers. Honestly. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I think Asahi, I would put in my top ten beers. I I, love I it. could say that. Yeah, I love absolutely. it. I'm always down to have it on the menu. But because of this podcast, I thought, oh, let's get something so we can try both. And I was the unlucky schmuck who took the matcha beer. <laughs> here's, here's my thoughts on You matcha. brought that upon yourself. No, I agree. I understand that. It tasted weird. It was green. We'll put it up on the Picky Eater podcast Twitter, which doesn't exist yet. But at the time of this episode, will exist. So yeah. you can see it. It was green. I, I thought it was nasty. I could taste the powdery substance of the <laughs> matcha at the bottom of the thing. You when still I, drank it. I still drank it. I mean, I paid for it. It was eight fifty. Yeah. Which that's another comment I have about this place that I'll get to. It yes. Yeah. Well, we should talk about that. Um, the powder at the bottom 
I showed you, there was like sediment. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can you, see the matcha. You liked it better. I, I enjoyed the matcha beer. It, 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 as simple as this comment may sound, it, it was kind of like tea beer. Yeah. Or beer tea. Not beer tea. It was tea beer. Because it was, it, it was beer that kind of tasted like tea. I didn't necessarily like immediately scream out matcha when I tried it. And thank God you didn't. Like it tea. was so quiet in there. <laughs> if you had screamed like that, we probably would have gotten thrown out. Matcha! <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah, the ambiance was like you would hear all these dings and little noises around the restaurant. For a place that was so encouraged to not for the people eating together to not talk to one another, there were so many, like, Mario Kart-esque sound effects. Yeah. Like, dings and <laughs> ring, ring. The music sounded like a Mario Kart uh, video game yeah. menu, loading yeah. screen music. Yeah, it was odd. <laughs> but I didn't like the matcha beer, and I also... This ties in, and this I'm, this is not correlating with my opinion on the ramen. Trust me, we are not there yet. <laughs> so right. everybody, don't freak out. Are you tired? You're rubbing your eyes. Do you want me to make no, your coffee? No, my, my, eye, my eyeball itched for a second. Oh, okay, okay. Um, sorry, guys. It's me playing with my receipt because I want to get to this fucking thing at the very end. Get a bit closer and like, talk <laughs> oh, like Jesus this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, moving on. I got a side of white rice because last episode, you and I talked about what were my foods of preference growing up. Yes. Um, and I, 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 looking back on the episode and I'm listening to it, I said, uh, like snacks and candy, which I left out a critical element, which was carbs and carbs have largely gotten me into the mess that I have found myself in for the past 22 years of being a heavier man. I'm not as heavy as I used to be, but, uh, I very much was of the Scott Pilgrim perspective of I did not know bread made you fat. And, and That's a great scene, and that <laughs> scene I'll always remember. Yeah, and I just... Uh, so, carbs were always big to me, and plain carbs. Like, I wanted plain noodles, um, yeah. plain rice, white rice, and... Just this, plain? Yeah. Wow, okay. And to this day, you know, I will have spaghetti with pasta sauce, and I will have rice with other things, and I'm yeah. fine. But that is still such a comfort food to me, is the most plain thing. Yeah. That when I go to my grandfather's house and I visit him, he'll say, do you want spaghetti? And I'm like, sure. And just out of habit, he will make the spaghetti plain. <laughs> because that's what I ate growing up. Because that's what you do. And yeah. I don't correct him, because I'm like... No, you'll I, still eat it. I like it. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that was very much... So I got the white rice because I knew if I didn't like the ramen, I would like the rice and I would have something in my stomach. Yeah. Uh, this was around the time that you you didn't get a side. I did not. Because I knew I'd like the ramen. I yeah. knew it would fill me up. We, so. we, um, you trained me on how to use chopsticks because I think this podcast will also reveal I don't know how to do a lot of things. <laughs> I didn't. I grew up in Florida, so I wore sandals a lot in my youth. I didn't learn to tie my shoes till I was 14 or 15. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I very much of... I was really bad at math as a kid, and my mom told me everyone uses calculators in real life. So I was a really bad math student for a long time. Like I, I very mean, everyone does use calculator. That's that's pretty <laughs> pretty good advice. But, but but also it's just the fact of like if I don't know how to do a skill or I don't know if I like something, I have no interest in learning. Yeah, I yes. don't know how to ride a bike. I I I can think. Let's, let's think. About let's this. reveal all the things you don't know how to do in this episode. Well, I think this so podcast I... will kind of point towards <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. I am a half man. 
Dude, riding a bike is so easy. I know, but I'm scared I'm gonna fall. And you know how injury prone I am. You, yes, this is very true. I got so <laughs> mad once in high school <laughs> when two friends tried to teach me to ride a bike that I fell once. And this is my friend's bike, so this is a real dick move. I picked up the bike and I threw it in a ditch. What the fuck? <laughs> it was fine, and I got it out, but in just a fit of rage. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's funny. So I'm a half man. I acknowledge that I am a half-formed human being, and I think that is kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with my picky eating. But the piece de resistance, the ramen arrived, and I think we both took pictures, which we will post on the Twitter, uh, of it's what pretty. Are, it's pretty cool because, and we talked about the the little partition between you and the service. Um, uh, so you order your ramen eventually, in, in like in like what it took like fifteen minutes. This partition in front of you opens, and you see this man's hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Monty Python foot. <laughs> he grabs this bowl of ramen and puts it in front of you, and it's just the most beautiful thing that is being handed to you by what only seems are a pair of hands. Yeah. You know? Which was such a cool sight to see. It adds to the experience of the entire dining stuff, yeah. Uh, so you, you would fill out these little check... Um, check marks. Check, check marks on a menu to order your food. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting... About uh, is it the restaurant was called Tonkatsu or no? That's the name of the noodle. The of the ramen. The place the is Ichiran. Ichiran, yeah. and they only serve one type of ramen there, which is tonkatsu. And they say above your booth, like here's why we do that. We want to give you the most appetizing meal possible, so we are solely focused on this, yeah. this thing, and so it's all kind of pork based, which. From what I'm reading here and what you're telling me, it seems like pork and ramen have always been connected. Yes, yes. I, I think that was probably the first pork flavor ever. I mean, uh, the first flavor for ramen ever made was probably pork. Um, uh, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, yeah. So on the menu, I do, could, do you have, did you take a picture of your menu by any chance? I did. Okay, so on the menu, they give you the recommended set, which you can get for $24. We went to make our own tonkatsu ramen. It, it, it asks for what's your level of saltiness you want, level of richness, level of minced garlic, how many scallions, uh, how much pork, how much spicy red sauce, and the noodle texture. Which I think is awesome. Yes. You get to personalize your ramen in every way possible. To an extent, because of the pork stricture. Yes, yes. You, you can only get pork broth. This is true. But I like a place like that. I Where they specialize in just one thing. Yes. Yeah. I You tell me I do this thing really well rather than some place that's like a like a bread and butter where we've been eating lately, which, which is a very different kind of thing. It's a buffet. Yes. But they cook so much. They do. There's no, this is what bread and butter does well. Yeah. But yeah. bread and butter is a whole different thing. They're, they're pretty good, but it's not all amazing, you know? Yeah. I got a light level of saltiness because I knew what I know of broth. I knew it would be salty, so I went the lightest level. Richness and oil amount. I didn't really know what that meant, so I just went medium. Minced garlic. I just wanted a drop of garlic. I didn't want to overdo anything because I wanted to enter at the most base level to not hate the thing. Yeah, okay. I got it with scallions because 
Daddy likes scallions. <laughs> I got it with sliced pork because I'm not a moron. Thank you. An original spicy red sauce. This isn't a topic for a different episode. I like spice. I'm scared of spice. I'm worried a spice could ruin a meal, so I went with none. Wow. Uh, yeah. Not even mild, though? No. What do you think of that? Do you think I, I, do you think I helped myself, or do you think I actively interfered with the true enjoyment I could have had? If you, if you enjoy spiciness, I think you actively interfered with it, All especially right. when you can personalize it like this. Because for that section, I got the spicy one, and... Uh, I mean, I, I, I eat a lot of spicy food, so I'm kind of used to it at this point, but I didn't find it all that spicy. I thought okay. spicy was, like, a pretty standard, like, spicy. So if you went with, like, medium or mild, it would have been either of those two. But still, that, that was your decision. Another beauty of this place, you mm-hmm. know? And I got a firm noodle. Um, I don't know what extra firm would have felt like, but I got a firm... Hard. <laughs> yeah, you think. I, but I got a firm noodle and it didn't feel that hard, which only makes me think because they're so thin. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. That's the other thing. You can only get one type of noodles, whereas in other ramen places you might be able to get thicker noodles or medium-sized noodles. These noodles were thin ramen noodles, um, and you can get them cooked in different variations. And now, it's time for everyone's favorite game show, How Did Jackie Fuck Up the Audio? He's your host, Jackie. Thanks for that intro, Jackie. Well, guys, it seems I screwed up the audio yet again, but that doesn't mean we can't have some fun. The question of the week is, how did I screw up the audio? Did I A, accidentally stop the recording? Did I B, cut out some of Mario's dialogue because I'm secretly plotting to remove him from the show entirely? Or C, do I not know how GarageBand works and in moving some files around may have trimmed off a little bit? If you know the answer, email us at pickyeaterpod at gmail.com. Back to the show. Up doing medium. It wasn't too salty. I, th- I thought it was perfectly salty. Um, richness, you said you didn't really know what that was. It's just like, basically almost like amount of flavor that you want in your broth. Um, so you can get either a light amount of flavor, medium amount of flavor, or rich. And you got... I got rich. Okay. There's also extra rich you can get, which which I'm sure is just a shit ton of flavor, because rich was enough, honestly, at least for me. I got half a clove of minced garlic... Um, then with scallions, cause as you said, daddy like, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, with shashu pork, of course. And then I got spicy and medium noodle textures. Spicy being, you got the, the two the, on the scale. Yeah. Two got, on the scale. It's yeah. from a zero to, to two. There's yeah. a, it looks like there's a beyond. There yes. Looks like, you can do three to 10. Wow. So, oh, yeah, so this can be very spicy. And what'd you say for noodle texture? Uh, medium. Cool. All right. Let's go into what we thought of it. Do you want me to start? Or sure, you start. I'm going to break it down bit by bit. I'm glad... It As the ramen god's hand you your bowl. He hands me the bowl. I look at it. My first thought is, how the fuck am I going to eat this? <laughs> I can't use chopsticks. Mario can attest. My table was a mess by the end of it. I felt like such a pig. It's because you got rice. I got rice. Well, also in just the fact that... You were scooping. I was... Because I barely know how to use chopsticks. I needed your help. And I originally started out of lifting it above me, but eventually I learned, you know, 
scoop, get it in the thing, and get it in the spoon, and slurp, and... Yeah, yeah. So, the one place where probably slurping is encouraged... Yeah. So slurping is like kind of smacking, you know, yeah. no one wants to hear it, but there it's like slurp. That, the I'd only... say most ramen places, that's like a pretty well-known thing, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't think it was too salty. I was glad with my choice. I was really awesome. worried because I, that is something I know about ramen is if you have a, like, um, a problem with sodium, you shouldn't have ramen. Like, it's very salty. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> or soup, for that matter. So I, I didn't think it was too salty. The flavor I'll get to. I didn't really taste the garlic. I wish I got more garlic. Okay. Did you when it's did you get pieces of garlic? No. Okay. No. It's like I think it's oil. It's oil. It might. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be pieces because it said half a clove, but mm-hmm. I guess it's like half a clove worth of garlic oil. Did you taste it? Yes. Were you able to taste it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I was not, so I regret that. Scallions, I had trouble getting in, but I love that. I love scallions. The pork was really good. Yeah. I love the pork. I have comments on the pork. Go. I mean, I, I agree. It was very, very good. Not nearly enough in the bowl. A hundred percent. Not nearly I maybe enough. found one big piece. Like I found one, one big piece and like a medium-sized piece. There was literally a point, I don't know if you heard this, but it sounded like a, like, because I was You're trying, to, trying <laughs> to stab and get more pork out of the bowl. With the, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I almost swear <clears throat> I marked off extra, but I guess I didn't because... Oh, okay, yeah. But not enough pork. I should have gotten extra. I didn't think it would be worth it because I thought it would come with more, mm-hmm. but definitely whoever's listening to this, get extra. Though pricing, we'll talk about soon and as that, well. that's another thing, right? <laughs> so for the price, you should be getting enough pork. And I love the noodles. I mean, I don't know. I'd be interested... To see what a bad noodle tastes like. I don't even mean just in ramen. I mean in general. Really? Okay. Because what is... Never had like a bad spaghetti noodle. noodle. You know what I mean? Because it's... I I mean, I love all textures of noodle. I love al dente. I love your typical spaghetti noodle. I love um, angel hair. I will... I'm I'm running the whole gamut here. I'm running... I I, I was repeating what you yeah, said. Yeah, no. Um, I, I, I'm very picky with my noodles and their textures. So what don't you like? Um, I don't, I hate it when they're too soft. I, can, I literally cannot stand it. I cannot eat soft spaghetti. It, is it the texture? Yeah, it grosses me out, when, especially when it all just becomes a mush in your mouth uh-huh. and it just mixes in, blends in with the sauce. I want the sauce and the spaghetti to be separate, you know? Uh-huh. And I think having them al dente separates them pretty well. At least in my mouth, I can tell which is which. But you, which... Didn't, go, you didn't go as firm as me, though. No, I didn't, because I thought firm would be too firm. <laughs> I thought medium, which is the firmness I got, was perfect. I mean, that, that was the perfect noodle for me. Okay. But I, I'm interested to see, to see what firm would have tasted like. Having it, I since think... Since you liked it. Hearing what the base level... Of, and they, they made a big deal about... The, on this board that I talked about where they taught, they do define some Japanese ramen terms and tell you they specify in one. They're very much promoting their noodle. They talk about how their noodles are... There's a dog. Uh, they talk about how their... <laughs> Noodles are made from, like, fresh flour and yeah. how it's done based on the temperature of the day. Did you see that? No, I what did not What the fuck that does part. that mean? 
Based on, well, I guess if, if, if it's a colder temperature or hotter or something, they have to do it a different way then. I guess. I, I mean, I'd be interested to see what changes. Yeah, yeah. But. Do you think it'd be noticeable? I don't think it would. I mean, the weather conditions today were. Semi-cold. Semi-cold, so maybe. It's like in the like, later 40s. So maybe when I go in a ton, I'll hate the noodles, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, but that, that was interesting. I, hey, tweet at us if you know why. I don't even have this Twitter account yet. We'll set it up, dude. We'll have it. We'll, we'll do it. Tweet at us if you know why climate and air is important to noodle production. But I like the noodles a lot. When I was able to get a bite... Of <laughs> with, the, when I was able to get a bite with pork, broth... A full bite. Noodle. Yeah. And... and um, scallions. Scallions. I loved it. Yeah. And I love... There's a chain that is very near and dear to my heart that I think it's here in the U.S. Yes, there's one in Boston. And there's one here too. Wagamama. And I love Wagamama. And I ate at Wagamama all the time when I was studying abroad. In London. In London. Mary Poppins returns. Is that what you... I would say that when I would go into Wagamama. (laughs) And I loved it there. And so the idea of a bowl, anything I'm into, like multiple, how are we on time? Are we good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, multiple ingredients and mixing them together. It's the best. I love that. Have you had a poke bowl? I haven't, so that's an episode. There you go. But I love that style yeah. of, yeah. this is a bunch of ingredients and we promise you every bite you get. Well, it's reminiscent of a burrito, and you like burritos, And I right? love burritos, yeah, I love tacos. It's just a lot of things in one place, I, I agree with that. So I love that concept. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, dude? And I, I want you to feel free to disagree with me because I don't want this podcast to be all chummy chummy. If you want to get angry at me, you can get angry. Is at me. it about the price? No, okay. but that's a different thing. <laughs> we keep mentioning that, <laughs> but that's a different story. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't think I'll ever like soup. Really? It feels like armpit juice. Is that really what you think of soup? I just, I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't had a ton of soup, so that's another episode if we want to do that. But <laughs> Mario's shrugging. <laughs> He's not that into soup either. It's, it's, soup is good. I don't like soup. I'm into broth and ramen. Okay, so then maybe this is our disagreement because I equivocated it to that. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, broth is like a soup. And that, I mean, that is. is what has always held me back. Because I see you eat ramen. I see the noodles in the bowl. I see the meat in the bowl. I see the veggies, whatever you got in there. And I'm thinking that looks tasty. And then there's all this liquid poured on top of it. <laughs> and, and every time I – and the flavor was good. Like I kind of enjoyed the flavor. But there was just something about a hot flavored liquid in my mouth. Salty that, liquid. Salty. Yeah. That just felt so nasty to me. Interesting. It did it. It, it rem- like you remembered armpits. Yeah, it smelled. It smelled this? like armpit. Okay. Okay. It smelled like bad. Bad bo. Yeah. Not my own. Other people's. But uh, <laughs> I. And it wasn't even. It's interesting because I'm actually growing a lot of out of my picky eating habits. And it's not even like when I used to try new foods, I'd be like, Ugh, like I'd gag it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I was able to take a lot of just pure slurps of the ramen of the broth. Yeah. Alone, and I was fine, but I still didn't care for it. I think maybe too salty. Um, wow, and you got the light saltiness. So, 
that's kind of my opinion on that. I think it's just a taste thing. Um, I mean, it might be. I, I would say I disagree. Okay, go. Because I, 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 so I, I wouldn't say that that's the best bowl of ramen I've ever had. I'm still giving that to the ramen in Toronto. Okay. Um, again, Sansate Ramen. It's great. Go visit it. Um, but, granted, I do think this place does really, really good broth. Um... But it's it's interesting that you say it, rem, it it reminisced you of armpits and stuff. I'm gonna keep saying it, it sounds silly. It does sound silly. But I also know exactly where you're coming from. I I, I get these like things all the time where I just smell some some food or something, and it doesn't necessarily no one else would be reminded of this, but I am reminded of of this thing. Um, and I think now, if I think of armpit as I'm eating that broth, I, I might, I might, I might go there. I might go to that place of like, oh, this kind of really does smell like armpit juice. Should I keep saying armpit? <laughs> Do I keep saying it? Yeah. I, I mean, why is a broth different than a soup? I think a broth is more of an ingredient in a in a bigger thing, whereas soup is like broth and more ingredients. I guess I'm saying the same thing. It sounds to me like... You separate broth from the other ingredients, while in soup, broth is mixed with all the other ingredients. Yes. But the but a, you can have a soup without broth, can't you? I don't know if you can. I mean, the base of any soup is broth, isn't okay. it? It's like chicken broth or beef broth. Or... Then I must ask... Is soup food or drink? <laughs> what do you think? I think it's a drink. I what think the? it's a food. <laughs> You're probably right, but it's a liquid. You know you what don't I mean? Serve it in a glass, though. So if I served you soup in a glass, and that was all you ever knew, you wouldn't bat an eye. I guess. I don't know. I separate them though. They're completely different in my mind because you actually get a meal out of soup. You don't get a meal out of a drink. I guess I'm uninformed because I haven't had soup, so I, I just don't like the smells of a lot of soup. I don't I don't love soup anyway. I think ramen and soup are completely different things. If you were on Seinfeld and the soup Nazi said to you, no soup for you, you'd say, I'm fine I'm with fine that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that, Mr. Soup Nazi. Um, is that what they called him? Yeah. Did they call him that in the show? Yeah. Okay. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's crazy. And the guy who it's based on, who you will see his logo around the city. I'll point it out to you the next time you see it, because it's based off a real guy. And he owns a <laughs> chain of soup stores. Uh, like, sued the... the show. Oh, really? Yeah. But people actually called him that. Did he won the case? I don't win know. the case? I don't know if he did. People call him the soup they, Nazi? When they made that episode, people oh. would call him that. <laughs> That's isn't that messed yeah, up. Would you would you own that nickname or would you? Be oh like, no, Stop. I don't. I don't think you want to own the name Nazi anything. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I would try and pivot and be like, no, nah, I'm the soup boss. Yeah, I love soup. Or the I'm soup the, angel. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the soup angel. angel. <laughs> what? Uh, so talk to me about the way uh, about the pieces of your order, and then I want you to specifically unpack how you felt about the broth. Although you kind of did, right? A little bit. I can talk to you about what I felt about it, though. I mean, I got this beautiful bowl of ramen right in front of me. I'm like, what's the first thing to do? Taste the broth. 
That's usually the first thing you want to do in any ramen because you get the base of it. You know, you get the base flavors. Um, test out the, the the broth. I slurped it a little bit so I could aerate the broth a little bit. You know, oxidate it a little so that the flavors would really pop out. Are you being you're being ironic, but I think you're also serious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely half truing this. <laughs> okay. It's what our wine teacher taught us in wine class. Yours, to, I didn't take it. To slurp. Yeah, my wine class. I don't know why I said ours. Anyway, um, I thought the broth was really good. I, I think they're, they're really good at what they do, which is tonkatsu broth. Um, uh, I went on to taste the ramen and stuff. To be terribly honest, I wasn't as impressed with this ramen as I was with the ramen I've had in Toronto. And I'll bring that back a couple of times just because that is still my favorite ramen I've ever had. Um, out of like the four different ramens I've ever had, you know, from different restaurants. So it's, four not, different it's ramens not a lot to judge on, but it's enough. Four different ramens of like big establishments. Yeah. In yeah. your Chains. life, you've had a lot of ramen. Chains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, th- I, I do think it, it was a very enjoyable experience. I think that the experience of it all overshadows the actual bowl of ramen, which in the end... Is a really good tasting classic traditional ramen. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing amazing about it. There's nothing that like s- screams at me like, "Whoa, ramen, yeah, Ramon, <laughs> Ramon." <laughs> it, it, it was good traditional ramen. Nothing immediately impressive about it. They're good at what they do. Mm-hmm. That's my overall review about it. Did you like... I think the dining experience, the solo, the singular booths, I think all of that overshadowed the actual ramen in a good way. It added to the experience. It was an experience I hadn't had before. Of the pork, the noodle, and the broth, which was your favorite? Um, the noodles. The noodles you liked a lot. And yeah. you, li- you liked the broth? Yes. Yeah. Comparative to others? In the middle? The one in Toronto was the best one I've had. This is probably the second best one I I've think. Ever had. But it's interesting because I don't think you can have ramen without the broth. So you that can't. So yeah. that presents a question to me. <laughs> uh, so we've talked about our dish. I think you and I both have thoughts on one more thing. Uh-oh. And it's a little thing we've been mentioning out throughout this entire episode. Uh, you know, Pink Floyd sang a song about this little thing. It's money, guys. It's it's the price of the ramen. It's a bit unfortunate. Yeah. So, is this traditional for a ramen place, or is not at all? You go to an Ichiran in Japan. You can get a bowl of ramen for half the price we paid here in New York City. So that's what I think is interesting because. With this podcast, like the last episode, it was simultaneously a discussion on steak objectively, overall, and your take on cooking steak. And with this episode, it was ramen overall, but it was ramen at this particular chain. Yeah. And so I I prefer to speak of it as a picky eater because that's what we're here to do. But from a chain perspective, this was far too expensive. Too expensive. I think $8.50 for that awful beer I had was criminal. <laughs> that is so much. For matcha beer. <laughs> and you, I don't think you paid that much less for the Asahi. Uh, $7. 7 bucks. 
which uh, which I've never paid for Asahi before. Me neither. It's always been like five or four. I agree. So, and my white rice I was fine with. Machi beer, eight ninety actually with yes. tax, and ramen at eighteen ninety. Yeah, you so so you got a, a a traditional bowl with no frills, mm-hmm. no extra things at eighteen ninety, and by no frills I mean you get scallions, you get pork, uh, sh- pork shashu, mm-hmm. on it, and um, the broth and the noodles, and uh, a sca- I already said scallions, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, you and I have been wanting to go to this place, so I don't care that much because you and I, since your birthday, have been talking yeah. about going here. And it's here. for the podcast. And I agree. But if we took our friends to this place and we all ended up paying they would hate over us. $30, the night would be over. The night would end after the meal. Yes, yes. And they would all be mad, Yes. Too. It is very expensive. <laughs> so if you're someone who's working on a budget and you want to do your ramen, I would say... there's. So many other places in New York City where you could get a much cheaper bowl for almost the same flavor, honestly. And, you know, they they say you pay what you get for, but from what I'm got, you know, there seems to be a high level of ingredient here. But from what I'm hearing you say, it really seems like that ramen is something that at a certain level is hard to mess up. It is. And, and yeah. you can approximate this taste yeah. at somewhere far cheaper. Absolutely, especially when there's a ton of ramen restaurants in New York City. Mm-hmm. I got Again, I go back to the dining experience of this place because it does offer a unique dining experience. Um, uh, but I think overall the price is very overpriced. Very overpriced. Eighteen ninety for a bowl of ramen is just too much. And again, they do not give you enough pork shashu. They, they gave us each, like, two pieces mm-hmm. of pork, which makes you want to get the extra pork, which is another $4, I think, for yeah. four slices. Yes, it, it was, it was. Yeah. That place in Toronto, uh, did you get a lot of meat? Yes, yes. Uh, about, like, five slices. And it, it, the Sizable. Place in, yes. Sizable sizes, and the bowl in Toronto, that bowl cost $10. Compared wow. to eighteen ninety, there was here. literally a point where I asked Mario, "How do I know when I'm at the bottom?" And he said, "Keep drinking the broth." And I let out a pain groan, and continued to slurp the broth that I didn't like, <laughs> and found out there was no pork at the bottom. <laughs> Is that what you were trying to get yeah. to? <laughs> I could have told you there was no more. <laughs> I I realized it pretty quickly. I was like, "Are you kidding me? That's all the pork I fucking get." Well, I'm thank you for not voicing it because we get to have a real reaction on here. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm on Shark Tank, here's what I'm pitching. We're we're all big Shark Tank fans. We are. We are all as in everyone in this planet <laughs> is, and they're wrong if they're not. Um, who which shark are you? Mark. You so are. I'm, I'm so glad we agreed on that. <laughs> uh, well, who do you think I am? Um, you are either, um, I, I forget his name, but the guy in the far, further right corner. Robert. Robert, I would say him, or our favorite shark, my favorite shark. My favorite shark, Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, but I would say Mr. Wonderful more than Robert, though. Thank you. I like yeah. I got a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, I bet you could do that pose very well, yeah. too. His little prank. I'd have to shave my head. Did you hear he's going to run for office? 
I would not vote for him. Oh no, that's very <laughs> scary. Like we live in a world now where would not want. Him I would. I would office. not want that. If you asked before the last election, I would be like, "Oh my god, Mr. Wonderful's running for president." That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but now, no, no, none of it is funny because really, it could happen. Well, he's he's Canadian, so he'd be running for Canadian office. But uh, anyway, maybe I, would, I will vote for him. Then. <laughs> I would make a ramen chain where you had your bowl over a little vacuum. And once you were done, once you couldn't get any more of the whatever solid ingredients were, you hit a button and the bowl vacuums out the broth. And then you get the pork and the noodle that is gathered at the bottom. If you hate the broth so much, just get it without the broth. But that's not ramen! This is like a ramen place for people who don't really enjoy broth. Yeah, exactly. Which I I feel like at a base level leads me to my conclusion that I think each episode we should start with a ranking. Your informed ranking, my uninformed ranking, that right now... Informed in quotations, you know? More informed than you are, I guess. Sure, which means you're the informed one. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah, fucking... uh, Ram, what the fuck's his name? Gordon Ramsay's not on the show, so you're no. the informed one. I, yeah, I'm Gordon Ramsay. Steak at number one, ramen at number two. So we're ranking each foods we get. So I think far. we should. I mean, I'll put steak at number one, ramen on number two as well. And is that compared to our experiences, or is it our experiences and your history with both things? I'm comparing it on experience and history. Okay, cool. That's, that's if we rank them on solely just what we've had. I would put the bowl of ramen on number one because I like that more than I, the steak I made. You're too... I'm, I'm hard on myself. <laughs> what can I say? I should have cooked it less, okay? All right. So, so uh, that's where we stand right now. But I would love to try that ramen place in Toronto because I went with you um, the last time we were there and I had, uh, I think, uh, a regular... Like, what did I... I got some, some Was other noodles? Dish, some alternative dish. It yeah. wasn't a noodle thing. Okay. Um... And to hear that, I would like to taste a broth that I like, but I might always think armpit. So Yeah. You might more with this Toronto place, honestly. Because it's so flavorful? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have any other thoughts, Mario? Um, the ramen landed well in my stomach. Oh, I don't feel sick. No. I, I don't feel heavy. Yeah. That I, I that's like. a nice thing about ramen. It, it doesn't necessarily like wear you down. Like it means I'm probably going to be hungry in an hour, though. Probably. Especially if you didn't eat, drink all the broth. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know what? You can get another bowl. In, like, 20 minutes. You're right. Let's go back. Let's go back to We'll head right back there after this. Uh, I think these flipping pages you're hearing... Crunkle, crunkle. Is, oh, I went way too back. It's on the front page. I think... You know what's funny? We debated what the next episode was going to be. We said... Let's do sushi, and then we we kept putting it off, and then we said, "Hey, let's just do ramen. We want to go to that place." Yeah. Ramen was the second episode on the list. Look at that. Should we just follow that order then? Do you think we should? Eggs next. Get some eggs. <laughs> I'll get some eggs All right. next. <laughs> so for our next episode, we're gonna get some eggs next. Uh, I think we should have a guest on the next episode. I don't want to reveal it. Doesn't really matter if we don't because he's not famous either. Yeah. No. Um, but he's our producer. Who, if you have any problems, you can tweet at Noah Schindler. Yeah. With the pot, uh, any yeah. problems with the podcast? And he and he's got some opinions on eggs. Oh yeah. 
All our friends do. They're all they're all hating on eggs. Every, I don't know if you n- do not too. Not hating. I think everyone's either egg crazy or egg um, loving. I, I think eggs are great. Egg police. Or the anti-egg police. Who knows? This is a stupid bit. Anytime the alarm and a siren comes on, we're just like related to whatever food we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows it's just a siren. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds low (laughs) below, which means you know we're in like a classy high rise overlooking the city. I mean, we are. Who's just saying we are? Baby. All right. Uh, We'll have our, as we know, these episodes are going to come out on delay. So we'll have our Twitter account up and we'll get that information out to you when we do. I mean, by the time you're hearing this, we'll have it up. Yes. I think we'll have it up by the next episode and announce it on there. Uh, You can tweet at me, at Jackie is fun on Twitter. And me, at Mario M208. Let, let, less, less interesting than yours, Campbell. <laughs> Jackie is fun. <laughs> this has been the Picky Eater Podcast. Mario, thank you for joining me. I had a lot of fun on this episode. I did too. We cut loose. <laughs> Foot loose. Kick Every, off your, your Sunday, Sunday shoes. shoes. Thank you for joining us on the Picky Eater Podcast. Bye, guys. If you have a question for the Picky Eater podcast, email us at pickyeaterpod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Mario Marquez and Noah Schindler for our theme song and Cat Eaton for our logo. See you next time.